This special episode of The Hammer is brought to you by Huntsman Building Solutions. Huntsman Building Solutions manufactures industry-leading spray polyurethane foam and coatings for roof, attic, and wall applications. Formed in May 2020, Huntsman Building Solutions is a business unit of Huntsman Corporation and has a combined heritage of more than 110 years of insulating homes and buildings. Through the ecothermal approach to product design, leveraging sustainable innovative technology, Huntsman Building Solutions focuses on meeting market demands for more energy efficient building envelope, serving a range of industries, including residential, commercial, industrial, institutional, and agricultural. Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Now here's your host, the editor of Canadian Contractor Magazine, Patrick Flannery. Okay, hi everybody. I am uh, back again with uh, Maxim Duzik from Huntsman Building Solutions. Max, how are you? I'm good. How about you, Patrick? I'm really good. I'm really good. It's uh, it's great to have you with us again. Uh, we're going to talk uh, today a little bit about uh, about flooding and 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 basement protection and, and and moisture getting into the the lower levels of your house and uh, and well, I suppose even the even the mid mid layer of your house if the flooding's that bad. Um, Max is uh, a director of building science and engineering with uh, Huntsman Building Solutions, background in architecture, uh, sits on a lot of uh, the, uh, the standards and codes committees, uh, been involved in the foam insulation business for 10 years. So uh, I think Max is the, the perfect guy to, uh, to talk to us a little bit about, uh, about this issue. Max, let's, uh, let's get started. Just, um, I guess, give, give, give me the general idea of uh, with spring here, uh, what should uh, residential contractors be be thinking about as far as protecting basements from flooding? Sure. Well, uh, obviously, with spring is the flooding season, uh, with all the snow melting, river levels getting high uh, and very high sometimes. Uh, with climate change, we are bound to see uh, more and more floods. Some areas uh, near my place had never been flooded in the past and were last year or the one before. So builders, contractors, and even homeowners should be thinking of ways to prevent water infiltrations. Sometimes water infiltration may be inevitable, so they should be thinking of products that can withstand the flood and be maintained even after being submerged in water. Yeah, and absolutely something that's becoming uh, uh, more and more common. Uh, uh, I was at a conference a little while ago, uh, and, uh, and, and th that was a, a big topic of conversation. Definitely the flooding and extreme weather events uh, seem to be more common. And uh, yeah, areas that never had it. Uh, we, we had big washouts at my cottage um, that, uh, that hadn't happened before. The so-called 100-year storms that seem to be happening every, every three or four or five years now. Um, so uh, yeah, definitely a top of mind thing. I think for uh, for everybody in the in the building industry going forward. M Max, what are some options for dealing with this? What 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 are the trends in uh, in basement protection now? Yeah, a trend that we see uh, more and more is to build uh, slab on grade without basements, uh, especially close to water, but. Sometimes people need basements or have existing house with one. Uh, so to protect the basements, uh, usually builder would, will go with waterproofing products uh, on the exterior of the foundation like polyureas or bituminous product in conjunction with an interior sump pump. Um, so for a new build, this is easy, but for an existing house, 
uh, there will be a need to dig all around the house. Um, so another practice is to use materials that are not affected by water. Uh, so in a case of a flood, they can be kept and only need to dry after the flood. For instance, using um, metal framing instead of wood framing and to use spray foam instead of other types of insulation. Uh, spray foam is the only insulation material to be rated class five by FEMA, meaning it can survive wetting and drying and can be successfully cleaned after a flood. It's also mold resistant and Green Guard Gold certified regarding indoor air quality. Yeah, you can see why, because spray foam is fairly hydrophobic, right? I mean, it's it, it doesn't really absorb water to any great extent. Exactly, yeah, and, and it can easily dry after uh, a right. heavy flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see you can see that just just playing with it. Um, what um, so the other aspect of that is, of course, this is a this is a, an insulating material, uh, and and we're we're looking for. Um, different solutions for, for, for basement insulation. Why is, why is basement insulation um, um, something we're thinking about more today? There, there was a time when no one insulated their basements. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, the, the first reason is obviously energy efficiency. Basements uh, need to be insulated to be comfortable and dry. Uh, there are requirements in place for new construction, but we also see a lot of basements retrofit where there's there isn't any insulation or where existing insulation uh, is replaced because of mold or deterioration. And not only after a flood uh, for condensation issues also. Uh, spray foam is one of the best product to insulate basement as it, as it is perfect for uh, humid areas. Uh, as we know, many buildings now use spray foam to insulate the rim joists uh, because it's uh, of its perfect uh, uh, and quick sealing properties. And for the same reason, the basement is also often insulated with spray foam. Uh, it provides all the properties of a good building envelope, uh, air and vapor barrier and insulation with one of the highest R value per inch. Uh, we have many testimonials from homeowners on how it completely changed their basements, uh, going from a cold and humid place to a comfortable and dry area. Uh, in addition to that, spray foam can provide added protection to radon as well. Hmm. The um, uh, I know that uh, insulating basements is. Uh, is is kind of top of mind for uh, for a lot of people because that was that is one of the things that you can get uh, Canadian uh, greener homes grants for is uh, getting getting insulation in your basement so it's definitely uh, on the radar for uh, for anybody looking to uh, to do some sort of energy efficiency upgrades so are there are there different areas of the basement or different different places you should focus on uh, Max when you're uh, when you're thinking about uh, doing this. Yeah, well, first thing to remember is that spray foam, uh, because of its continuity and lower water absorption, resists well to water, but it's not a waterproofing product. So it needs a primary waterproofing product when the water table is high. Uh, but it is a great way to increase waterproofing properties as a secondary layer. The best approach um, is to insulate with spray foam on the exterior of the foundation, 
with a waterproofing product on top of the spray foam or directly on the concrete with spray foam on top of it. Um, heat lock soya HFO is compatible with polyureas and bituminous product compared to polystyrene, which melts uh, when in contact with bituminous product. Uh, for instance, polyureas are one of the best product to resist water with good elongation properties and tear and puncture resistance uh, that make them very durable. Uh, there is also the interior basement slab that needs to be insulated and waterproofed as well. Um, there are usually waterproofing products that can be installed below slabs and spray foam can be applied on top of them. There are many ways to create a perfectly sealed assembly and designers, architects, builders and homeowners uh, can contact our engineering team to get the best solution for uh, their respective projects. Especially important to think about depending obviously on where your place is, right? Uh, if you're, uh, 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 you know, we, we often joke in the, in the building industry about people building on floodplains and why do they do this? Uh, but uh, hey, I, I don't know, I guess the view of the river is nice. Um, and uh, so that, that, that's, that, that's one thing that goes on. So, I mean, obviously, you're, if you're in some kind of a floodplain or an area uh, prone to uh, uh, flooding, you're going to want to take this very seriously. Uh, but are there, are, there, are there other areas, Max, where, uh, where people want to be uh, uh, conscious of getting that, that really good uh, waterproof barrier on their basement? Yeah, well, if you build on floodplains, well, you have to be aware of the risk and also the fact that uh, you may not be able to get insurance for flooding in these areas. So many insurance companies will not protect you if your house is built on a flood-prone area. Regarding basements, uh, in these areas, all the steps we just discussed should be looked at. But even with that, if there is a major flood, water will probably find its way uh, in the basement. You may get lucky, but most likely uh, you won't. So I would really recommend to not build basements uh, on floodplains and go with only an elevated slab on grade. Uh, that way it takes a much higher water level before water can get in. It would also be recommended to use products uh, that can withstand a flood and are able to dry after uh, without developing any mold, just like spray foam, that will also help uh, to prevent water infiltration or at least reduce it. Yeah, even on my place here, I'm, I'm, I'm actually on a bit of a hill, but uh, we still managed to get a ton of water uh, coming down around the house and the sump pump does activate uh, in the uh, in a heavy rain uh, because, uh, you know, the, that, that water finds its way into the basement and the, and the lower levels one way or another. Um, and, and on that, um, you know, I, 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 will admit, I don't have spray foam in my walls down here in the basement. Um, if, if, if you do have a flood max and, and, uh, and, and you, you know, there has been significant damage because you, you know, hadn't really waterproofed your basement. Um, what, what are the, what, what are the next steps? What, what, what should happen after that? Well, first, uh, it needs to be cleaned. Uh, all water-sensible products that have been in contact with water should be removed or, if possible, dried. If you already had heat lock soya HFO as insulation 
uh, in your basement, it would be much easier and less costly to renovate your basement as spray foam can be kept uh, even after a flood. Uh, for instance, in 2017, uh, a house with heat lock soya spray foam uh, was flooded around Montreal. There was about four feet of water in the basement where all the furniture was floating around. After the water level got back to normal, uh, the basement was cleaned and the interior finish was removed. We went on site to take data on spray foam and structure that had been sitting in water for five days. Uh, the basement had been dried also with fans and dehumidifier for five days as well. And after sampling the foam, it shows no signs of water absorption. It was dry and without any mold. Uh, the wood structure that was exposed was also dry but the wood portion that was embedded uh, in the foam was still a bit humid uh, and needed uh, more drying time with the help of the mechanical equipment we just mentioned. Uh, that is why using metal structure instead of wood in basements will help as they don't need to dry because they just don't absorb water. Uh, in the end, only the interior finish needed to be replaced and both the structure and the insulation was kept. Uh, we have a complete case study on this project available on our website as well. Cool. Yeah, the, the, the mold likes the wood too. I've seen it. Uh, it really uh, it really adheres to that. So definitely the, the steel in the basement is, uh, is a good idea. Um, if, uh, if flooding isn't your primary concern, uh, uh, Max, or, uh, or that's only one of the things you're looking at, I guess tell me a bit about just generally how spray foam works as an insulator for basements. It, 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 you, you get a good experience from it? Yeah, absolutely. Most basements now use spray foam, especially on the rim joists, as we discussed, but uh, the high thermal performance of the product, the air and vapor barrier properties, uh, the mold resistance, the secondary waterproofing uh, layer and the flood resistance are all aspects uh, that, are, that are really advantageous for, for spray foam as well as radon resistance. Many people now uh, use uh, the complete uh, basement insulated with spray foam uh, so they can get a, a good radon barrier as well as insulation. Yeah, that's 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 interesting about the radon. It's it's something that uh, that more and more people are uh, are thinking about uh, with houses being built tighter and tighter. Um, you uh, you don't like uh, the idea that there would be any any sort of a radon buildup in the basement. So so spray foam works to to uh, to to mitigate that, does it? It does absolutely. We have radon diffusion testing uh, with Heatlock Soya HFO. We have a complete brochure uh, that that help designers and architects and builders design basement uh, for a radon-free basement. Yep. Cool. Um, all spray foam is not uh, is not the same. Um, what uh, what specific products should uh, contractors be looking for for basement applications, Max? It would be for sure uh, closed cell spray foam like Heatlock Soya HFO uh, because basements, uh, as we just mentioned, are usually humid. Uh, fibrous materials are not really recommended as they can easily deteriorate when exposed to humidity. Um, that is why closed cell spray foam is the ideal choice for, for these areas. So the um um the, the the benefits to the homeowner i i i think we've talked about their basement's going to be better protected are there uh, are there benefits on the on, on the contractor side is this a is this an easier applicate an easier uh, insulating material to do is it easier for them to 
uh, insulate the basement, saving time, money, that kind of thing, Max? Yeah, the time-saving aspect for sure. Uh, it's really quick to install as it doesn't need a, a vapor barrier, an additional vapor barrier to be installed. Uh, in half a day, a basement can be insulated with spray foam. So uh, comfort and energy efficiency uh, is also a, a good aspect to look at. Uh, and as we mentioned previously, basements are humid and cold, which, which sometimes can prevent people from wanting to spend time there. Uh, but a well-designed and insulated and ventilated basement can be very comfortable and can reduce the monthly energy bills as well. Uh, there is also the radon that we just discussed, which, which is a dangerous gas that can accumulate in high levels in basements. And if we don't have a good barrier that can resist to its infiltration, um, well, it can be quite dangerous. So heat locks OEHFO is not only a great way to insulate basement, but it's also um, been tested for radon diffusion and can surpass most common practices to block radon from entering basement. Uh, and as I just mentioned, we have a complete brochure that explains all the steps to insulate a basement and protect it from, from radon. Nice. You know, I, uh, I, I know I was, have been reading uh, after the various hurricanes and, and big storm events in the, in the United States, uh, uh, a lot of tightening of, of rules and, and, and codes down there around uh, hurricane resistance um, and, uh, and flooding uh, resistance. I think they even changed some of the rules for uh, uh, house insurance providers uh, having to offer uh, uh, flood insurance, which uh, I don't know how they worked that out, but they did apparently in some areas. Um, what what what's the regulatory environment look like in in Canada, Max? Looking for looking forward, do you think do you think a day is coming when when uh, 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 the codes or, or or governments might say no, you've got to protect your basement against these floods? Yeah, well, actually, we're already seeing this with the recent uh, unexpected flooding in, in areas that had never been flooded before and the increase of storms. Uh, people are much more conscious of the need to look at resiliency of buildings, uh, whether it's floods, high winds, tornadoes, hurricanes. Uh, builders and homeowners want building that can last and that don't need to be renovated every time it is exposed to Mother Nature's elements. Uh, or uh, its demonstration of, of strength. Uh, so Heathlox OEHFO is again a great solution that can increase resiliency of buildings. In addition to flooding resistance and radon, our spray foam products have been tested uh, for high wind loads resistance and have demonstrated an increase in racking strength of the structure. Uh, this means that a building insulated with spray foam can be much more resistant to different storms than a building insulated with other insulation products. Yeah, that resiliency word is a good one. It was on everybody's lips at uh, the, the, that conference I mentioned, um, where, which was you know, a, a lot about environmental, uh, environmentally conscious building. And um, you know, having having buildings that 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 last longer, that don't get destroyed, that that don't have to be replaced or torn down or 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 even extensively renovated after you know 20, 30 years, um, is uh, is something a lot of people are looking for these days. So it sounds like spray foam can contribute to that as well. Um, talking a lot here, Max, about about residential and and uh, 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 you know just basic home basements. Um, any, uh, any application here, 
in 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 multi-level in uh, commercial industrial buildings uh, is is there anything extra to think about there as far as uh, using spray foam to to protect the the, the basements and I guess other areas from uh, water infiltration uh, yeah the same applies all, all that we just discussed is true for condos and commercial buildings as well as many architects and builders have understood that that with experience. Uh, heat OHFO, when installed on the exterior or above grade walls, can act as the water resistive barrier, uh, removing the need for additional products to be installed. Builders, architects, and building owners want a building uh, that is durable over time, but the durability aspect also applies during construction. As products are often exposed to water during construction, many insulation products uh, need to be replaced even before the construction is completed. Uh, spray foam doesn't. It can be exposed to rain and snow during construction, wind as well, and does not need to be replaced before closing the walls. So this saves a lot of time and materials for project construction. Uh, we have also developed a new way um, to build, to adapt to the Canadian climate, like the D-Max wall assembly that is especially beneficial for winter construction, uh, as it allows heating during construction to be installed much quicker than traditional insulation, and also prevent the need to work outside for insulation installation. Um, many builders and architects have captured these advantages and are now using spray foam only in their designs. So in the end, spray foam will help make buildings uh, more resilient, resist water damages and storms while having a more environmentally friendly product as demonstrated with our environmental product declaration that has been discussed uh, in one of your previous podcasts yeah. and that shows the much lower glo global warming impact compared to other types of insulation so Heathlock so UHFO is is really a win on all fronts yeah I think everybody on our commercial side can uh, can appreciate uh, the uh, times when uh, there's been uh, there's been delays the building stays open uh, the uh, the installation the insulation or other materials that are in there has been destroyed, and uh, you've had to rip things out and start all over again. Uh, it's something that uh, that can happen. Uh, so uh, nice to be able to avoid that for sure. So Max, we've got uh, we've got moisture resistance, we've got mold resistance, we've got radon resistance, we've got a relatively relatively easy uh, uh, installation. Um, and we've got great insulating values, uh, and, uh, and, and I think the ability to, uh, to do some things in, uh, in, in difficult spaces that can be harder with other kinds of uh, insulation. Sounds like spray foam's a pretty good, uh, pretty good insulation product to use in your basement. <laughs> exactly. Well, it, it's manufacturing in Canada also, so that's... Uh, ah, even again. better. <laughs> even better, even better. So you can feel patriotic as you, uh, as you, as you make a beautiful basement. Maxim Duzik from Huntsman Building Solutions. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure, Patrick. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine. Contractor Magazine.